0: Amen. Let us pray. Father God, I come today, Lord, asking you, oh God, to just use me to your glory, God, that your people might hear a word from you, a word to live and grow and go. Amen. Lord God, I ask you, Heavenly Father, to remove Tracy. Father God, as I decrease, Lord God, you increase in me, God, that your people might hear your word. And glorify you. Father God, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. O oh Lord, my strength and my redeemer. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Happy Mother's Day to all of the beautiful mothers today. Amen. amen. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. Today, I will be speaking to you, telling you a story from the book of Ruth. The book of Ruth. But before I go into the book of Ruth, I want to just give you a little history from the book of Judges. You see, in the book of Judges, we have the Israelite people, the chosen people of God. We all know about the Israelites. They're stubborn, they don't listen, they worship in false gods, they're not following God's law, right? All right, here are these chosen people. They're calling out to God to send them a king. You with me? I want you to remember this. These Israelites, they're asking God to send them a king. Put that on the shelf in your minds, in Judges, those Israelites. Now we're going to go forward to the book of Ruth. All right. The book of Ruth starts off telling the story of an Israelite family living in Bethlehem, Judah. And there is a famine in the land. In this family, we have the father, Elimelech, his wife, Naomi, and their two sons. They decide they are going to leave with hopes of a better life and, of course, no famine. So they decide to leave Judah and venture out. They land in Moab, and they start over living in Moab, this family. Soon after they're there, both sons marry. One son marries a woman named Oprah. The other son marries a woman named Ruth. Shortly after that, Elimelech dies. Naomi is a widow. They continue on. With their mother-in-law, the sons, and their wives. A few years go by, both sons die. Both sons. Now we're here in Moab in this time where it's important to have a father or a male figure in their environment. Here we have three widow widow women wandering around, scavenging, starving. Hopeless, helpless, three women in Moab. Naomi, the mother, loving her daughter in laws thanking God that they stayed with her and helped her, decides that she's going to go home. She's heard that God is blessing those back home at Judah. She's going to leave. She suggests to them. Go home. You go back to your family. You go back to your family. Both of you are young. You can meet someone else and start over and have a family. That's love and respect and gratitude. Amen? Now, see, in this story, we're going to see how God's redemption and provision and love for his people leads them. Amen? Stay with me now. She asked them, we're going to turn to the book of Ruth, starting at the seventh chapter. This is what she says in the NIV. With her two daughters-in-law, she left the place where she had been living and set out on the road that would take them back to the land of Judah. Then Naomi said to her daughters-in-law, go back, each of you To your mother's home. May the Lord show kindness to you as you have shown to you to your dead and to me. May the Lord grant that each of you will find rest in the home of another husband. Then she kissed them and they wept aloud, and said to her, Will we go back with you to your people? But Naomi said, Return home, my daughters. Why would you come with me? Am I going to have any more sons who could become your husbands? Return home, my daughters. I am too old to have another husband, even if I thought there was still hope for me, even if I had a husband tonight and then gave birth to a son. Would you wait until they were grown? Would you remain unmarried for them? No, my daughters, it is more bitter for me than for you because the Lord's hand has gone out against me. At this, they wept again. Then Oprah kissed her mother-in-law goodbye. But Ruth clung to her mother. Look, said Naomi, your sister-in-law is going back to her people and her gods. Go back with her. But Ruth replied, don't urge me to leave you or to turn back from you. Where you go, I will go. Where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people. Your God will be my God. Amen? Is that awesome? Ruth, being loyal to her mother-in-law, loving her mother-in-law, honoring God's law, she decided to follow her mother-in-law, stay loyal to the family. Is that all right? I thought about that a couple of times. Said, I don't know if that would have been my choice. But I thank God it was Ruth's choice, amen? She chose to follow her mother-in-law. My question today, the question that I had for myself first Who are you following? Who are you following? One more time for the Holy Ghost. Who are you following? In today's world, that's a very loaded question. Back in my day, it was just mama, daddy, brother, sister, cousins, the other end. The hikes people, whoever. But today, that's a big question. Even I think about my big mama sitting with her watching PTL. Not today. They have a whole word network. You can watch Christians, Jews, Catholics, Buddhists. Who am I going to follow? Who are you following? It's not just the newspaper and the televisions no more. It's not just the radio no more. In this new technology age, we have Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, my girl's favorite TikTok, all these things that people can be following. Some following this pastor, some following that pastor, some with homegirl nim, amen? Who are we following? Some of us might say, well, I'm a leader. I'm not a follower. Guess what? Everybody followed someone at some point. So it's important who we follow. Amen. Mothers, it's important who our children are following. Just as we could be following someone we've never met, seen, heard of, they might even speak English, and we're following them. So can our children be. Our children are on these social media sites doing things and speaking to people we have not even a clue who they are or what they're about. We have to know who we're following because they're following us. It's important who you're following, it's very important who you're following. I was going to share a mother moment with you all. My daughter, I spoke with her first. (laughs) About three Christmases ago, my baby comes to me and she says, Mama, I need to have an NBA young boy jogging suit. I'm following him. I said, Oh, okay. First thing I said, NBA. I know my daughter likes basketball, right? So I said, No problem. No problem. She shows me the the, uh, jogging suit. It's black with all these beautiful colors on it. So I'm like, okay, me and my mommy moment. I'm like, okay, you got some shoes to match it. I don't got to buy shoes. She gets the jogging suit. Christmas, Christmas break. She's wearing it all the time, either the shirt or the pants. I'm still in mommy mode. I'm going to have to wash that before school starts. She's in her room playing the music listening to it every day. I come in from work, she's in there with a jogging suit on, playing her music. She's happy, I'm happy. I, a Couple days go by, I'm sitting with my brother who loves basketball. I say, so Ty, do you know who NBA young boy is? Who does he play for? He says, Tracy, I don't think he played for nobody. <laughs> I said, really? So now here I am running the social media, right? Get up my Google, NBA young boy. The first thing I see is NBA does not stand for National Basketball Alliance. (laughs) It stands for never broke again. That didn't tear me up so bad. I was like, okay, never broke again. That ain't so bad. That ain't so bad. I went on going on with my motherly duties mother and father and all that at the same time and days go by I come back upstairs she in the room with this music on closed door outfit I stop at the door I say you know what let me hear what this man is talking about this never broke again fella." (laughs) so I'm listening I'm listening ain't nothing inspirational coming out of his mouth I runs back in there to my Google, pull it back up, get to about the third line. It says, he's incarcerated. <laughs> I said, this man in jail? <laughs> get up, run right back in her room. I, in there, I goes in there, I said, Miracle, do you know this fella is in jail? This is what my baby did. She jumps up out of her chair. She holds both her hands up like this, like she's in chains, starts jumping up and down like this, saying, free young boy, free young boy. She knows he's in jail. And don't care. All I could do is say, cut it off and put my head down. We don't know who they following. Oh what they about? We have to know. Amen. 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 Ruth followed Naomi back to Judah. She followed her back to Judah. Naomi shame, hurt. She left with hope and two sons, a husband. She coming back here with nothing. Probably hungry. And a daughter-in-law, hmm. she decides, I'm going to send this daughter-in-law to glean in the fields to get things for us. I'm not going to go. I'm going to send her. She goes. She follows her mother. She does what her mother-in-law says. Her mother-in-law says, wait for the people of the house, and then we're the poor people, so we got to go after everybody. She's going, continuing on, continuing on so that they could survive. Now, Boaz, the owner of this field, a wealthy man of God, how do we know he's a man of God? Because he's giving to the poor. Amen? A wealthy man of God, he admires her, notices her, sees Ruth in, in the fields, and inquires about her. Who is that? They tell him. She's the widow. With the widow... Naomi, Boaz immediately feels as though, oh, this woman is wonderful. Why? Because she honors her mother-in-law. He knows that her husband is dead. She's young and beautiful. And he's still watching her. He begins to bless her. He tells her to come when the others come. He begins to give her more and more of the grain. It's harvest time. He's filling her up. Ruth sees, Naomi sees this. She tells her. Continue going there. Continue going there. Continue. Boaz, he decides that he's going to not only marry Ruth, he buys the property. Ruth and Naomi never want again. She's married. They have a home. They're not starving anymore. Amen. Look at God. Look at God's provision when you follow him. Look at God's provision. When you follow them, they ain't hungry no more. They're not just walking around. They have a man who's in charge of their home, who's blessing them, who's giving them. They don't want for nothing. All right? But that's not it. Take those judges off the shelf now. Take them off. They were asking for a king, right? They've been asking. Them judges crying out. For a king, those Israelites, they need a king. There's too much going on. Now, here's Ruth. She has a son. His name is Obed. Obed has a son. His name is Jesse. Jesse has a son. We all know Jesse's son, that little one with them three smooth stones. Jesse has a son. His name is David, and he is the king. All right? right, They've been asking for a king, right? right? King David, the man after God's own heart. He has a son. His name is Solomon, the most wisest king. He has a son, and he has a king. And he has a son, and he has a son. And generation after generation after generation of kings, and sons, and kings, and sons. Amen? Look at God. Kings and sons. Then we see the prophet, those out here the prophet of old Isaiah. What did he say? For unto us a child is born, and a son is given. Still got kings going on, some good, some bad. Generation after generation after generation. Then we have those three wise men. What do they see? They see a star, and what do they do? They follow it. They follow the star. To who? That little baby boy. Amen. Born in that manger. Hallelujah. Won't God provide? And what is his name? Jesus. King Jesus. King Jesus. King Jesus. Jesus. The king of kings and the Lord of lords. The king of kings and the Lord of lords, the savior. The government is on his shoulder. You need a king? Won't he provide? Amen. And that ain't it. This baby boy grows up, goes into his ministry, began preaching, teaching. Our Savior, hallelujah, goes over to the Sea of Galilee, and what's the first thing he say? Follow me. Follow me. Church, if you don't know the answer to who you're following, we, we ought to know now. Follow Jesus. First he asked the fishermen to follow him. Then he went on further on. And he asked the tax collector tax collector, put that down and follow me. He goes to the brother burying his brother, says, Let the dead bury the dead. Follow me. Amen. All twelve disciples were called with those very two words. Follow me. Is there any question who to follow? Jesus went throughout all his ministry walking and preaching and teaching and calling us to follow him. The book of John says, if you follow me, you will not be in darkness. Jesus is the light of the world. We need to walk in the marvelous light of Jesus at all times. Mothers, how can we not? Church, how could we not follow Jesus? He's telling us he is the way, the truth, and the life. We must follow Jesus. There's no other way that we could be saved but following Jesus. Hallelujah. Even his own mother followed him. His mother followed him all the way to the cross. All the way to the cross. How do we know? She was right there. Jesus' last, out of his last seven words, he looked down at his mother and what did he say? Woman, behold thy son. And then what did he do? Son, behold thy mother. Is that awesome? Here we have King Jesus from the cross. Many talk about him praying for us. Yes, he did. He also provided. For his mother. Here we have Jesus, our redeemer, our provider. Amen? Amen. Now, mothers, we can't just go around. What did he say? Follow me. Pick up your cross and follow me. Church, we have to pick up our cross and follow Jesus. There's no question about who we're following. First, we're following Jesus. Amen. This ain't Sunday school. We can't be just like picking up no cross and not following. We can't just wander around like little kids saying W W J D. What would Jesus do? What would Jesus do? No, no. When you got that cross and you following, you say, What did Jesus do? What did he do? And follow that. Pick up this book. Mothers, and follow them. Amen? Amen. Amen? Amen? Amen. God bless you.
1: <laughs> Amen. Hey, thank Wow, who are you following? <laughs>
0: the,
1: the question is, who are you following? You know, we often, uh, that was such a powerful message and the commitment that, that Ruth had to Naomi to follow her. And because she made the decision to follow, uh, so many people were blessed because of it. I, I want to challenge you all. I really want to challenge you all to think about it. Uh, every day, we get to make a choice. We get to make a choice in the, in the kingdom of God, who are we going to follow? We get to make decisions every day. And the question is, do we follow God or do we follow Satan? So when God says Christ in the earth, and he said, for God so loved the world that he gave us his only begotten son, that we may follow him as he lead us through this kingdom, right, in righteousness. Everybody said Righteousness. I want you to know something. Every decision you make, every decision you make is a matter of life and death. Decision that you make determine and tells the world who you're following. When you read Psalms 139, it says, even in the darkest places, God is there. So you always have to make a choice. You always have to make a decision. Do I wanna follow him on my job, in my marriage, in school, wherever I am, am I making the decision to follow Christ? Because I promise you, I don't care who you are, you're gonna be challenged. Satan is gonna challenge you. He's gonna dingle or dangle the little sparkly things in front of you and hope you bite. And if you bite, he's going to sit back and he's going to laugh. He's going to make mockery of you because you serve him with your lips, but I know where your heart is. Who are you following? Make a decision today to make the Lord of your life the leader of your life. Let him lead you. Everybody stand to your feet. Beautiful, beautiful message, Sister Tracy. Beautiful message. Give her another hand. If you don't know Christ as your Lord and Savior, if you have not accepted him in your heart, and he's not the Lord of your life, we want to offer him to you today. If you want peace of mind, In the midst of a storm, accept Christ into your life. We're in the midst of a battle. There's so many things going on. But if we follow Christ, he said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I'll be with you every step of the way. But you got to accept him into your heart. When you walk away from him, he's coming after you. Satan is coming after you to destroy you. And God is coming like never before. He's never given up because you're that valuable to him. But he wants you to make a choice to follow him. Amen? Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for your blessedness. Thank you for using uh, Sister Trace today in such a powerful way. Thank you, Lord. You're such an amazing God. We appreciate you so much the gift you gave her she was able to share with us and touch our heart in such a powerful way and ask us a question, who are we following? Thank you for making the message so beautifully clear that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No man gets to the Father except by him. We thank you for those who are making a commitment to you, to make you the Lord of their life. Lord, you know their hearts. In the name of Jesus. Come into their hearts. Let them receive your word and let your word guide every step of their life. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Get a Lord hand clap. The altar will be open afterwards. It's our time of giving. Get another hand clap for your giving. You guys are absolutely amazing. Remember, God is the most important. As he blesses you, you also bless back. You guys, you got to remember, God blesses you to be a blessing. The the church is able to do the things we do because of you. We can't do what we do without you. As you make your commitment to Christ, you also bless the church to be a blessing to others. And there's so many people benefit because of what you do. I want to thank you all so much for everything you do. I appreciate that so very, very much. All right? So as you leave, you can give on Giveify, you can give online, you can give on your way out, you can write a check, however you do it. Some people do it all the time. However you do it, continue to do it. Amen? I want to remind everyone about Bible study on Wednesday. Prayer is at 5 o'clock on Wednesday. Bible study is at 6 o'clock, and youth ministry is at 6 o'clock. So we challenge you all to come out, for those who uh, got youth, Get them out the Bible study and youth ministry on Wednesday nights. Amen? Lord, as we leave this place, never your presence. We ask you, Lord,